0: I've had a really good friend for the last year. He was uh he he's been by my side ever since I moved out. We've been, you know, yin and yang, you know, Tom and Jerry. They didn't like each other, but if Tom and Jerry liked each other, that was me and him. And uh, unfortunately, he he went through an injury a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh, you know, God. I've I've done I've done my best to keep him intact, you know. Like I didn't want to get ri- like if you know your brother or sister What's like loses name? a limb, you're not gonna What's his name? you know you're still gonna love him. Hold on. You know, his uh his name is Eugene. Same as Eugene. He's been he's been a a, a good friend, a brother. <laughs> a Brother of mine. Um he he is he's not a person. He's he's a hookah, but he's 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 my hookah. And unfortunately, he went through a major injury um, a couple of days ago where uh, he completely shattered. <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> he- I got
1: him painter's tape because, you know, as a painter, he needs tape to, like, make some artistic choices. He used his blue painter's t- tape to literally patch him up. And he, <laughs> this, this Eugene man had a, a huge, like, boulder-sized broken glass on the yeah. side of him. This man used yeah. painter's tape to To yeah. put him back together, and he had this like yeah. cast on him. Guys, we're yeah. talking about Anyways. a hookah. We're talking about a hookah. Uh,
0: yo, I I don't like I don't like the tone that you're that you're speaking in right now. Anyways, let me finish my story up. Um, so you know I've I've been on the on the prowl on the hunt for a new piece to you know for eugene a new you know like an amp he like his arm got amputated now i gotta go back find another arm for him you know so i went to the hookah outlet trying to find a new vase and they didn't have any but they said that i can use a mason jar instead temporarily so i was like what the hell do i look like using a mason jar so i went home the last night and i used a mason jar to try to get eugene to function again and it was very unstable you know so i was like man this is probably not a good idea because it could fall and the charcoal charcoal could fall on something important but then i was like what are the odds of that happening i'm i'm safe i'm secure anyways once i lit eugene he fell and he 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 burned my floor and (laughs) i move out in a month and i don't think they're gonna give me my security deposit back <laughs> anymore <laughs> Wow! because the 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 ground is 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 marked it's it's badly burned uh badly also this um, man didn't tell me
1: that because he knew that i was gonna yell at him for that
0: yeah i kind of kept that one to myself but you know i had to i just had to share my feelings how does that make you feel You you upset with me
1: i'm upset that it took you 11 months to ruin your floor actually you've been there for longer it took you what 13 months to ruin your floor
0: 14 14 you had
1: to choose the last month to burn your floor with eugene
0: yeah i did didn't i this but is how we want it.
1: to start this is how we want to start season two huh start what season two season two season two of what Welcome back to Difficult Dish, a podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua.
0: And my name is Mashnu.
1: And we missed you guys so much. This is literally a month after we filmed our last episode of season one. And it's just so crazy that, first of all, that we didn't record in so long. And second, that we're in season two. Like this is... We're all, also on like almost our one year anniversary, you know? Around this time last year mm-hmm. in 2021, this is when I was trying to convince Mishun to have a podcast, and he kept saying no. So again, mm-hmm. you can thank me for that. And so it's just crazy that it's been a year. So we have to do something for our one-year anniversary. And
0: what 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 day did we start? I don't remember. July thirtieth. July I something. I I remember it was right before my mom's birthday because she was upset I didn't come home. Sorry, mom. <laughs> gotta start my podcast. <laughs> um. What what have you been up there? What have you been up to for the last month?
1: Um in the last month, if you guys don't follow us on the gram, which you should be doing, I graduated with my masters. Mm. Um that's all I did really. I've been trying to find the ne- next big thing, but I graduated with my masters. I'm going to Cali soon as a graduation gift to me and my brother, and my mom is also joining us. So yeah, that's what I've been doing the past month, just been kind of relaxing and taking things slow and trying to not feel bad about it. And I also went to Michael's yesterday to buy some yarn to crochet.
0: What have you crocheted so far?
1: I have crocheted some coasters. I also started Mm. painting a little bit more, you know, physically. We love some traditional paintings. I recently mm. made a little painting of, like, how strong our grandmothers were in Bangladesh and just old vintage Bangladesh, you know. What have you been up to?
0: I don't know. I've been, I don't know, like, excelling in school and oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> doing doing the best I've ever done. Humble Ever flex? in my life or something. Oh, wow. Know. Getting A's and B's and shit. I don't know.
1: Wow, wow.
0: <laughs> shit like that. Um, What else? i've taken uh some i've uh, taken a lot of pictures with, with some of my new friends that i've made um i just got uh, some film back from my friend alex who took pictures in my apartment i move out in a month just kind of sad uh but it's okay because i'm moving back home you know it'll be interesting i'll be podcasting from home maybe i can have my mom on for a little bit <laughs> say i want to say hi to my mom or something I don't oh know. wow uh no make some mug and stuff i don't know <laughs> pick some mangoes oh what's it called uh I, uh, so at my house, I have like four big mango trees and I went home the other day and my mom ran to the fridge and she pulled out this big, fat, big boy mango. And she was like, she's like, oh, this is the first mango of the season this year. Why are you giving her this
1: voice? I hate the voice.
0: I saved it just for you. And then she cut it up and blended it up and fed me the mango. And it was the best mango. And my, my mom, you know, my mom's so cute. I love her mango smoothies. She'll just sit there on her own, and she'll be like, "I really do have the best mangoes ever." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "She just wants, yeah, some, mom.
1: some validation."
0: But that's what I've been up to. Nothing else. Uh, excited to start uh, season two of the podcast. Um,
1: what we got in store for season two? Tell them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, some cool guests. Oh wow! Potentially, hopefully, Maybellee, Maybellee, Maybellee. <laughs> uh, you'll have a, a freshly hopefully maybe graduated Moshnoon oh, on the podcast oh wow 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 maybe something like that maybe maybe, a little maybe for
1: tiktok oh, oh wow maybe a
0: little tiktok i mean we'll we'll probably we should have some tiktoks up on the account by the time this episode is out so if you're listening right now right now this is your this is your drill this is this is the this is your drill to go on tiktok.com forward slash why do they have difficult-ish. to go to tiktok.com <laughs> <laughs> difficult dish podcast we wanted to put podcast we could have put just difficult dish we didn't difficult dish podcast low little long it's okay we're gonna be showing our faces mm. right mm. i have a fair face mahua has an above fair face what does
1: that mean and they
0: will be presented on this tiktok account okay yep so you should go follow us on TikTok. Yep. If you don't have a TikTok, you're gonna make a tick You go to TikTok.com/slash/create. What if they live
1: account. in India and they don't have a TikTok?
0: Then you're gonna download a, a VPN on your internet. I need you and to you're move. Going to I need you to your lo- You're gonna move. change your location to the United States, and you're gonna <laughs> make a TikTok, and you're gonna follow us. We'll see who the real commit
1: com- people are.
0: The the what <laughs>
1: the real committers
0: no go ahead go ahead the what
1: <laughs> you know the real <laughs> nah, committed the real committed sub- supporters
0: the real committed supporters right good. good anyways um what are we what are we talking about today
1: this episode we are really excited to come back with this episode because you know we talk a lot about you know some of the toxic things in South Asian society we talk a lot about like taboo things we talk a lot about depression you know things uh, all of that sort but the thing is where's the happiness at right so we Mm. wanted to kind of make an episode regarding all of the happy memories that we have with our family and just our childhood because you know at the end of the day all of us have trauma all of us have sadness and you know not me You're probably the most traumatic person I know. But anyway, (laughs) but we all have that, right? But at the end of the day, we also have so many good childhood memories that we also want to bring to the forefront. And I know like we help you guys reflect on a lot of like feelings and memories that you forgot about or like you didn't know was valid enough to feel But we also want to do that with some good memories, you know, because, you know, our parents sacrifice everything for us and we should also think about some of the really happy things that they've done for us. So, so yeah, we just want to, you know, bring up some memories, some of the happy times that we've had, places where our parents have really done a lot for us. And hopefully it just helps you reflect and remember these things too. And just like see them as beyond just people that have, you know, made mistakes and, caused you trauma but also people that have you know made a happy life for you so we got Mm. a few things to say you know
0: one of one of my favorite things is when like you're sitting with your mom or something and you start like reciting an old memory or like old story and just seeing how 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 much they laugh and how how happy they get just like recollecting an old memory it's so it's so cute that's my favorite thing yeah i have this one story i'll say i'll save it not i don't know i feel last, like you're gonna I'll forget i'll save it for later do i forget anything you
1: forget everything
0: name one thing i've forgotten
1: you forgot where your airpods were
0: what about you huh what about me? What about you it's always a, you don't you don't you don't want to be accountable for your actions and say you lost yours too recently that's so crazy like what's going on you're just trying to make yourself seem like like the the the, the hot spot in this podcast <laughs> hot no spot. You 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 forgot you forgot your AirPods two weeks ago. You lost them. Those AirPods you have on right now. Where'd you get them? Huh? I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you huh? didn't
1: even let me answer. <laughs> Can you give me a chance to answer? But anyway, so um. <laughs> she did <answer. laughs> so, yeah, That's crazy. I got them for. We anyway. have a lot of different stories. You got some story. You know what's so funny? I actually no. saw this TikToker. actually want to kind of start doing this, where she brings up. All of the times where she's rebelled and lied to her parents and she like tells the TikTok her audience like oh this is what actually happened blah 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 like this is how my mom reacted and then she actually tells her mom the truth and gets her reaction out of her mom like years Mm. years later of of it actually happening and it's so funny how the mom reacts like the mom reacts like they're old buddies and like her mom like Mm. chasing her and her mom like yelling at her back in the day is like a funny memory now like I literally like my mom. When I was in high school, my mom used to chase me with her car and I used to be biking around town running away from her, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the good old days. Like I used to run on my on my bike and I used to like sneak out to my ex's house, right? Because, you know, I was 15 back in the day. Like that's what that's I was illegal. doing. That's what I was doing at 15, just running away on my bike. I had a little basket on it. It was such a cute bike. I still have it. But anyway, nice. so my mom, you know, with a car, she would be following me with the car, But I have, like, this big-ass Pathfinder van type of car, right? So I would Mm. purposely, with my small little bike, I would purposely go around in circles (laughs) so she would have to continuously (laughs) make U-turns. And that's how I would lose her. So I would, like, you know, bike really fast. And then sometimes I'll, like, make a do a quick one and, like, go around really quick. So she'd have to make a U-turn in, like, this one way. She can't do it, right? So anyway. Nope. I love bringing it up to her. And be like, mom, remember when you used to chase me around in your car? (laughs) And she'd be like laughing around like, you know, like we're old friends. Like that was like the best memory in her life. Even though like I ruined her life back in the day, she ruined mine. But anyway, that that was a fun. It's always fun to go down memory lane with them.
0: Yeah, I've tried doing that with my mom before, but she just gets mad at me. Yeah, I'll be like, mom, you know, when I was 17, I used to do this and she would just yell at me. And then not talk to me for the rest of the day. I'm like, but mom, that was five years ago and I was a little boy. But it's okay because, you know, I've learned that I, you know, honesty is really important. Yeah. You know, if I, I've always wanted to get the word honesty tattooed on me, um, I probably won't. But my mom's always been really big on honesty. Even like in her job, she's just got a promotion at her job. And she's like, yeah, it's because I mean, which means like she always works honestly. Yeah. And. And I always, I never knew what that meant, you know, growing up. But now I kind of interpret it as like, you know, like she she always like does the right thing, right. even if it is like more pressure on her, even if it's more pressure on somebody else. You know, she'd rather take, you know, the burden than somebody else, because that's just what like good humans. That's what good souls do. And I've gotten that out of her. And, you know, she she always gets mad at me when she learns that I've done like wrong, like mm-hmm. wrong things in the past. Because that's, like, everything that, sh- like, she stands against. And she's really big on just being a good moral human. And that's something I've been practicing a lot more. Yeah. Um. But overall, I think it's important to be honest with your parents. Um. Everybody's lied to our parents. But I think it gets to a point where it's, like, all those lies, whether it's with your parents or not, like, they always catch up on you. And it's just so much easier to be honest because you don't have to remember everything that you've lied about, you know? Yeah. I remember this, I remember this one time, uh, my mom never got upset when I was like out late, like on weekends or something. But there was this one night when she was like a little upset with me and I was going to go out at night. But since she was upset with me, I was like, man, it's probably smarter to just not tell her that I'm going out and to just sneak out. And I've never snuck out of my house before, you know, never, cause I never really had to, I would just tell my mom and she'd be okay. But this one night, since she was so upset with me, I knew she would get more upset if I told her I was going out. So I snuck out, right? I was in my neighborhood, and we were about to get in the car with my friends to go to where we were going. And my mom, and so like I locked my bedroom door, and I snuck out the window. And my plan was I was going to just come back through the window. And, you know, my mom never really knocks on my bedroom door when it's locked because she assumes I'm sleeping. So this one day, this one night, The first time she's ever done this. She's never done this before. Literally, it's so crazy when you really think about it. Like moms are just really built different. The one time she's ever knocked on my door because she needed something at night from my room, she knocked on my door and I wasn't there. The one time she's ever, ever, ever done that. And she calls me and it's like 11 p.m. And I'm in the car with my friends, like about to leave the neighborhood. And she's calling me. I'm like, what the hell? There's no way this woman, like the one time I sneak out, this is the one and probably last time I've ever snuck out. She calls me. She's like, and she's like, you know, she's like chilling. She's not upset. She's like, yo, like, where are you? And I'm like oh shit <laughs> like she knows i'm not in my room yeah and i'm like oh and i was like oh i'm at the park in the neighborhood you know because i still was and she was like your bedroom door is locked and i i played dumb i was like oh, I was like, oh uh, my fault i might have accidentally uh locked kept it locked and she's like oh can you come home and open it real quick i need something and so i came home and i opened it and then i asked her if it was okay for me to go out and she was like yeah but yeah don't lie to your parents that's the moral of my story
1: (laughs) that's the moral of your story i blabbered on it's fine i love that story there's a story of of um when i was younger my mom would take me and my brother to the park like every single day as clockwork and like when we used to live in queens we used to always go to astoria park we would always go to like the OG parks in like Elmhurst and Woodside and all that when we used to live in that area. And my brother, he was he's two years younger than me, whenever we would pass the same car every single time that it was parked in the driveway, he would always say, Ammu, Amun Amun Which means like, Mommy, doesn't Daddy have the same kind of car as this? Because we also had like mm-hmm. a white car back in the day and like that car resembled that car in, in some way and he's just a stupid, Mm. like, three-year-old. And every single day, he would ask this question on the way to the park. And every single day, my mom would be patient and just say, no, it's not the same car. But yeah, like, we have Mm -hmm. something like it. And every day, he's just asking the same question in his broken Bangla. (laughs) Like, every day. It would would just get more aggressive, like, every single day. But... um, Uh And then we moved to Long Island, and um, we would always go to this park that we went to elementary school in. And um, I still go to that park, like, to think now. And it's just so crazy that, like, when we were younger, our, like, during Shonda Shumai, like, during, um like, um, sunset time, our parents, or my mom specifically, would take us to this park. And she would just, like, sit down on the bench or, like, just be on the swing by herself while she's, like, observing us. Or sometimes she would mm. go with, like, my kalamani or, like, my aunt or she would go with, like, our, um, like, some of the childhood aunties in the group. And, like, it would just be, like, a play date with us and, like, a play date with, like, the aunties and stuff. And it's just such a nice memory to, like, think about how they're just, like, talking and just, like, observing their kids from, like, the corner of their eye. And we're just, like, playing as kids and they're just, like, you know, talking about their day. But it's so, like, weird to go back as an adult and to, like, picture it happening and, like, go to an empty park but like imagine your whole life in that park before and like hmm. you know how how just like clockwork your, your mom would just take you every single day
0: you know what i think about a lot i i used to have a i used to take a psychology class in high school i was a junior so a junior high school and um i my psychology teacher was super cool and i remember this one day we were learning about like memory it was like Learning about like the memory portion of the brain or something, and I remember this thing so vividly because like he did this like ex like he made an example with me, he like he's he was teaching us that like oh um you know a lot of the time our brain makes its own renditions of our memories to make those memories seem a lot happier than they were, and he, he I butchered what he said but I was thinking of it. And it's like, you know, we think we have so many memories that that seem so beautiful, you know. But and I asked him, I was like, yo, how do you know that? And he's like, yo, you like you like you don't know if any of your memories are actually real, especially you're the ones from childhood. Because think about how many things you've forgotten since you were five years old. You know, why is it that that one element? from you being a five or six year old is so vivid in in your brain Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah like you can't trust those memories and that's always scared me so much you know i think once i learned that i i learned how to like devolve a lot of the bad stuff in my life because you know in in the beginning like you were you were saying something like oh um you know our parent like a lot a lot of us have like bad bad memories like bad trauma like Mm -hmm. bad stories from growing up and we don't give enough light to the good ones well honestly i don't remember a lot of bad stuff yeah i mean you either. know i think i think uh maybe it's an age thing maybe it's just different people are good at it but i'm i'm i just naturally let a lot of my bad memories go there are some that obviously are are never gonna go anywhere and i'm sure that's the same it's a for defense everybody.
1: mechanism your brain um, purposely kind of um, hides the bad memories even when you're older like if you go through trauma like for me I don't remember a lot of the things that I should remember considering there were such bad parts in my life but it's my brain protecting me and it's like my friends remind me like I'm crazy saying like oh this happened to you like how do you not remember that you know
0: like I I think of like it's so weird. Like I literally remember more from elementary school than I do of mm-hmm. high school, and I think it's because I was just so I was so much happier. Everybody was so much happier when I was in elementary school. Right. I remember I was a uh, I was either like seven or eight years old, and my dad had just purchased a new car, a new convertible. It was a two thousand eight red Chrysler Sebring. I-, I missed that car so much, and he just got it, and this one morning. Every Sunday, we used to go to all, all used to go to Panera Bread together. I would get the egg and cheese souffle. My dad would get a turkey sandwich. My mom would get, also get a turkey sandwich. My sister would get a bagel. And this one morning, I woke up Sunday morning, ha, you know, <laughs> yawn and, and did my nine-year-old stretches. <laughs> and then I look out <laughs> the window, and there's no convertible. And so I call my dad, and I'm like, you went to Panera Bread without me? <laughs> it's like seven thirty in the morning i tr- like sunday panera bread was my thing <laughs> i was 10 i was i don't know how old i was and he was like he was like yeah baba i'm sorry <laughs> and <laughs> i i cannot this is probably like one the most mad i've ever been in my life i told him don't d- don't go home <laughs> and i hung up the phone that's like the and same
1: thing with what happened to me
0: and it's it's you know it's quote unquote a bad memory, but like it's really not you know it's it's uh it's uh it's sewn into like good you know it's it's my mom and my dad going to Panera Bread and having like a Sunday morning to themselves like today I die to, to for that to happen yeah, but it's like uh you know i i I don't remember a lot from like fourteen to eighteen, yeah. but I remember so much from when I was a kid, you know, and I think that tells. That says a lot about a person. Just like where a lot of their memory lies, like where, where, and when they were the happiest. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were were happiest when they were kids because, when you're kids, you don't you don't stress. Your biggest stressor is your parents going to get breakfast without you. Yeah. You know that's that that's what makes you the most mad when yeah. you're
1: a kid. I always tell Machine that like my happiest memory, during Fourth of July especially is when me and my family went to florida because my uncle had a house in florida before and i just remember like we didn't even go outside that day but we were in florida during the fourth of july and i was just inside watching the fireworks and like the golf course was right across from us and like it was just a full house full of like my whole family and it was just like Mm. so worryless you know and it was such a nice memory and I feel like that's, like, always the type of energy that I'm always craving. And, like, even when I was really young, before I moved to Long Island, um, the house that we used to live in, one of our first houses, um, it was me, my parents, obviously, my brother, and it was, like, our whole like, dynamic family. Like, I had multiple uncles living with us. My nanu was living with us. We had parrots in the house. We had, like, my colony. We had so many people in that house, like, over 10, 12 people, and it was just such a nice feeling to be surrounded by people like you know i was i was the first daughter born in the u.s so like i was extremely coddled growing up you know i had seven uncles coming towards me like at all times just playing with me forcing me to wake up from my nap and like even for my family like you know they were surrounded by family constantly so they didn't feel um lonely or out of place or anything like it was just really nice you know and I think that's just, like, something that we will never have again. Just because, like, everyone's in their own lives now. Everyone has kids. Like, everyone's all over the place across the U.S. and Bangladesh. But memories like that are just, like, so taken for granted, you know? But, yeah. I remember once, like, your story reminded me of how once I was, like, literally, what, six years old, seven years old, maybe? I was taking a shower because I was supposed to go to a wedding with my colony, my aunt. Because one of her friends were getting married, I don't know why the hell I was supposed to go. I just wanted to go, you know. I just wanted to go to mm. a little wedding. I was in the shower. I was in the shower. Yeah, I was just a mere girl. I was taking a shower. I was so excited to get ready. I come out, she's gone. Oh. My mom's like, "Julie, it. <laughs> and I was like, "Why'd she oh. leave?" I wanted yeah. to go to the wedding, but it's like, you know how you're just like an annoying like seven year old. They like apparently. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I was really annoying when I was seven. One of my yeah, I believe it, one of my um like sisters she's like twenty eight she's twenty nine now she was you know, I was like seven years old when she was like in high school. She said that I was mm-hmm. a really annoying kid, and I was you know, I was like jumping off the walls all the time, so I can imagine that I just really wanted to go. I just wasn't invited, so she left without me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did but, you tell her you wanted to go? yeah, I was
1: like punching the uh, walls, I was so mad, but oh wow, yeah, but oh, um, thank
0: God, you didn't. Go. <laughs>
1: yeah but yeah i have a lot of core memories um
0: do uh do do you feel like your your parents ever get upset when you like recollect on old memories like is it or is it all just kind of like smiles and happy faces No, i think
1: it's happy when we talk about old memories
0: you don't ever think they get sad hearing about it
1: i don't think so i think it's just like we think about the old times and we know that it's probably not going to be the same anymore I try to recreate it now that I'm older.
0: <laughs> like Like what?
1: Like um just like obviously when we were younger we had more time to hang out with one another. There was less responsibilities like we were kids so you know our parents were essentially like the only people being with us. So now I try taking them to places. Like recently I took my mom to Bryant Park for like a movie. Um hmm. they were playing like a movie in the park. And she was really excited about that because, you know, none of her friends were going. And I was like the one that pushed her. She, I'm taking her to San Francisco. I also took her to Paris and Belgium. She mm-hmm. was really excited. I was actually I wanted to talk about that because like when I initially took her to Paris and Belgium, this was before the pandemic. It was really nice. I was excited to, you know, splurge my like 20 year old money and buy a trip for both of us because that's hard to do at my age back then and honestly like when we went on that trip it was we had a lot of fights just because we were in the same room together you know I was also like not moved out yet so like we had a lot of things that we didn't even resolve before the trip so it was honestly a lot of stress when I went on that trip and she was like taking so many pictures I was getting so annoyed and like I had to use all the directions on my phone because she couldn't help me so I was reading everything in French and it was just like a high tension Mm. trip you know but like looking back at it now I'm really glad that I had that experience with her because she was so happy on that trip, even if we were fighting, you know? Like, she was so happy about, like, going to another country. And, like, even if we were fighting, she she kept saying, like, oh, like, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have gone on this trip. Like, who knows? I probably just would have just had the U.S. as, like, my only out of Bangladesh country experience. Like, you know, yeah. thanks so much. So, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like our parents, their love languages for the most part is um gift giving and physical and um like quality time don't you agree
0: yeah yeah my mom my mom loves giving gifts i know she'll, my mom should give a gift for anything oh you gotta you you finished your homework here's here's <laughs> here's a mango something. Man- I mean, man- free fruit that's gifts yeah and my mom my mom loves spending time <laughs> literally like yesterday uh my mom i called my mom and i was like I was like hi how are you she's like good when are you coming home or she's like what time are you coming home today i was like huh when did i say <laughs> i was, I was like, coming oh, home i was like i was like yeah I can, I can come she's like okay i made chicken and rice and mangoes and kabobs <laughs> like, <laughs> you had that you had this plan when you had huh, a fully
1: plan. paid 25 page paper due
0: i have a 25 page essay due it's technically due wednesday but i was supposed to have it done yesterday i don't have it done I have a 15 minute presentation for my final class since you know it is my final semester in school. Yeah, I am graduating last in a month, month. Um, so you know it's okay. You know UCF can take the last bits of my energy; they can have it. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm graduating. You're
1: graduating. Mm-hmm.
0: In that, in that sum, eh? mm-hmm. you want hear? You want to hear my? You want to hear a really? It's it's not a funny story. It's actually a very scary story. But sure. my mom hist- my mom hysterically laughs at it today. Sure. Um I'll I'll make it quick. Uh you know I was born I was born in New York City, the Bronx, Westchester, East Side, Ave, Parmonade Twenty got it tattooed on my oh, arm. Yeah
1: man, here it goes.
0: Feel me? So uh, I was always a wild boy. <laughs> a wild, wild boy. Run running the streets conquering territory making the city my own i got it leaving my footprint so this one day i was walking down the street uh with my mom three years old probably wearing some nice jeans some nice sneakers walking down the street la-di-da-di-da i didn't want to hold my mom's hand anymore so I just let go and i started running running down the street i i, uh, I run across the street and there's a a truck a big a big truck running perpendicular to me <laughs> um and it's about to crush my my three-year-old body right um but i i I don't know something something came to me i was a smart boy and while this truck was running my way i immediately just like laid on the floor and this truck just drove right over me and i was left unharmed as you can understand as you can probably understand my mother was i I don't even know i would have pulled you by the ear watching that no like at that point like you're not even mad like I you're know. not mad you're, you're just, just like happy.
1: nothing happened
0: you're just like what bro what just happened like imagine like watching that happen like as like a mu that's crazy um and uh and yeah whenever there's any sort of function whenever there's anything uh, with anything with any people my mom's like mom, i shouldn't remember that truck story <laughs> i'm just like "Go on mom <laughs> and now like she it you know she used to get so scared at it she like she says it at least like twice a year and every time she says it like you know she you can tell she was scared but she she says it with like so much humor and just so much like man like memories are a beautiful thing you know like memories are so imagine living life and you don't remember anything imagine like you you forget at, you have like a drop-off after like three months imagine that imagine I, w- I don't want you to really everything. imagine that <laughs> You know, I think, I think like, reminiscing on old memories is, like, is the most pure form of happiness. Yeah. And it's something that I don't ever want to stop. My mom always and does it. Yeah. And, my you know, that's why our parents always tell us stories of, like, growing up in Bangladesh. Like, my, my mom, my sister went to Bangladesh last year. And unfortunately, I couldn't go. But they went to my mom's uh, village. And they went to, like, her old home and the river she used to... Uh, swimming and all oh, the fish she used to catch with her hands and the trees she used to climb and I've always loved hearing those stories and it's so crazy even though my mom has lived like 30 years in America she doesn't care to tell any of those stories unless it's some um, of the few with like you know her kids but for the most part she she could talk about her like life from like 13 to 19 forever mm-hmm. like I know she can talk about that forever but when it comes to just want to talk about her life in America it's not the same right. you know so I think those those old memories, I don't I don't ever wanna let them go. I don't want anybody to ever let them go. Yeah. And you know, I, I find myself coming back to them every now and then just so like they never leave. That's why like I you know, I used to clown my mom all the time, like, Oh, are you always taking pictures? She's like, Oh, like I me Like you're gonna understand one day. And the older you get, the more you the more you love to look at old photos. You know, I, I lost I've lost so many photos. Like, do you have photos from like Middle school and stuff, like I wish I had those photos I have some yeah. you know like I don't know where they go i wish i I wish I, I had we more we need to get you know?
1: back to that you know in person physical copy stage era,
0: not even that, like I wouldn't even mind just having them in some folder and somewhere yeah and I, I don't know
1: I know like my dad has worked you know twenty four seven our whole life, so he hasn't been as present, like he's usually my mom who you know, comes to our concerts. It was my mom all the time coming to our shows and, you know, like award ceremonies, anything like that. Like she would always be the one with like the big camera recording everything. Um, But I think over COVID, especially um, like during the peak of it, when my dad was forced to stay at home from work, um, it was just like really nice because like it forced us to go on walks together, like all three of us. Um, And it was just really nice to like have that time to for the physical walk like i remember once um me my mom and my dad we all walked to Pio Chai. that's like the mural that i painted and that was their first time seeing it so i insisted that we all take a walk there and my dad especially he always resists like he always pretends like he doesn't want to take the exercise and go out in the hot summertime. Yeah. but you really have to force yeah. them like my parents always resist whenever i bring up plans whenever i even plan a trip with them they just want you to, like, fight for them, which is so freaking annoying sometimes. And
0: then they're the freaking life of the party when and they are the outside. Yeah,
1: they're literally the <laughs> life of the party. They're taking all the pictures. They're having more fun than you. It's like you literally just have to beg them, and, like, it's just so annoying. They pretend like they don't care, but they really do. But anyway, so I had to force um, my dad to come on this walk with me, and it was just so nice. Like It was, like, one of my core memories when they walked into the store and saw the mural for the first time. Like, my dad's fi- face lit up. My mom obviously pulled out her camera. And, like, even during my graduation, like, we didn't really talk about it. But, like, when I graduated, Mashun was sitting next to my family. And I know, like, my dad was one of the first people that saw me walk into onto the stage. And as as you guys probably know, like, I was sitting on stage for graduation. And um, it was, like, my dad who noticed. Like, he's he takes pride. He's like, yeah, I'm the one who noticed before everyone yeah <laughs> and then like i saw him like waving from the from the audience like my mom yeah. was the one recording everything right when i got on like the big screen um and it's just like really nice when they show you the recognition um you know sometimes like my parents are very notorious for saying like oh my god like you don't do anything like you need to do more like you know they don't give you the recognition." But when they do show it and like when their true emotions, because at the end of the day, like your parents do show you or like your parents are proud of you. They just don't know how to show it in the right way. Like their positive comments turn into like a negative comment somehow. And if you guys watched mm-hmm. um, everything everywhere all at once, I watched it recently in theaters and like the mom in the movie, she is like insulting her daughter all the time. It's like an Asian mother dyna- dynamic with her daughter and finally like she knows that her daughter is upset and then to make amends she calls her daughter fat you know like that's mm-hmm. like that's like it's such a sick way of them saying like they want to make amends but like it just comes out in a really negative way you know so anyway mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say is that um just like their their reaction to these small moments in my life um things that i worked really hard on like Pio when i painted the mural my graduation It's just really nice to have that recognition, you know, like my dad came and hugged me after the graduation. My mom came and hugged me and said that she was proud. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, those are some core memories. It's really nice when like my dad doesn't have that free time to spend. So, like, that's why I wanted to use the pandemic to really just bond with him and even like since he was home he would just pick like I know how to drive I've been driving for like eight years I've been driving since I was 15 and now I'm 23 you know but he still insists on driving me everywhere like I remember coming home from college during undergrad and even master's and it would be really late at night sometimes and usually I would take the train and then take the bus back to Long Island you know before I moved out and it would would take me hours sometimes to get home and like the train and the bus would take really long time and I would be waiting at nighttime. So he would just come and pick me up from Jamaica. And it's just like really nice because like it was a nice quality time with him. When I had student teaching in the morning at um, eight o'clock in the morning, he would wake up at like six and he didn't have to wake up early. He just woke up for fun, first of all, for me and also to feed (laughs) the cats. But he would drive me all the way to East Harlem and then come all the way back to Long Island just for fun, you know, or sometimes he would wait there in the city for like seven hours, That's so
0: crazy, doing bro.
1: nothing, waiting for me to finish my student teaching or school so that he could pick me up again. You know, so it's just like a. Yeah. Those are just like memories that I have with my parents. You know, like there, there's times where like they intentionally like put in the work to make sure that you're okay and that you're not struggling, and you know, I always, I always think about things like that. You got any other memories, oh, Buckaroo?
0: I'm out of memories.
1: No more memories for you. That's
0: a- no more memories at all. I'll save those for another day. Oh wow! You know I got I got stories to tell.
1: Oh yeah, we know. I
0: could go on forever. We know. You want to do an eight hour podcast? Mm-hmm. I know you do. Yeah. I you do. guys gotta let us know what what is the optimal time range for an episode. I personally think it's somewhere between the forty to forty five minute mark. This woman wants to talk to me for for eight days straight. I, don't I know. wouldn't she, mind. She says, I wouldn't mind. Let's just let's just like record the audio for the rest of our lives and then upload it why is that mad that's what this one why is that bad Uh, you uh, know come on
1: i just like talking with you come on my partner Uh, for life what anyway so let's move on to our response segment as you guys know if you are new to season two we do we have
0: an instagram
1: we do have an instagram it's at difficult you know what
0: our Instagram is
1: at difficult dish we also have push. our personal Instagrams at Mishnoun Munir and at Labyrinthav. And mm. as you guys know from our Instagram, we ask you guys the question of the topic and we ask for responses or stories or if anything you need <laughs> advice on. Why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> you said you you say the question of the topic. Yeah. The question of the topic? Yeah. The question of the topic.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we ask okay. you guys sense. what some of the stories you have, some of the memorable moments you have with your family and we got some responses so we want to share a few and see if you know we ring a bell with anyone Mm. else
0: yep Mm -hmm. i i have an update that i forgot to say in the beginning of the episode um it was my six month anniversary for my poetry book um, a week ago um i wrote a poetry book it's amazing um that's true that's true um if you don't have my poetry book uh click off this podcast that's a lie just go get my poetry book it'll change your life it will um i've sold a lot of copies not enough um and i think you should read it um three reasons why you should read my poetry book would be one it's by a south asian author i support south asians uh two it's written by a, a it's a male writing poetry you ever heard of that maybe no, a couple times no one has heard
1: about that Toxic Brown masculinity. Third time mas- man masculinity, we don't know him.
0: Third third reason why I should buy my book. I'm from Florida. You feel me? I talk different. You feel me? I'm really a wizard.
1: Alright, so the first response that we got <laughs> before I let this man continue even more with this talking. Someone um, said a core memory is laying on my mom's lap and watching thumbnail cereals, trying not to cry because we usually aren't close. That's a core mm-hmm. memory, too. When I was younger, I I think I mentioned this in another episode, but me, my brother, and my dad, and my mom, probably all four of us, at nighttime, we would just watch Bangla movies on the Bangla mm-hmm. um, channels, and it was so nice. Like, it would go up until, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and we were young. We were in elementary school, but you know how Bangladesh time is different from New York time, so it was morning mm-hmm. there, it was nighttime here. So that was just really nice. Like we would watch like the OG shows and the movies with like Salman Khan because, you know, he was also a Bangladeshi actor, not just a Hindi actor. But there's so many movies that we would love. And I that was that was a good time. You know, that was a good time. Yeah, I
0: remember there there used to be there's one theater in Orlando that that shows Hindi movies and it's pretty close to us. And we used to go all the time. We've we've I remember I watched uh, Doom. A, like a couple of the doom movies over yeah, there yeah me too just some some random ass movies you know what i love doing what i love hugging my mom until she gets mad at me yeah you ever do that no you gotta do that more that's a that's a good that's good therapy just hug your mom and then she she starts yelling at you
1: yeah it's good yeah i used to love watching the bollywood movies as well that was like a nice um way to connect with the family you know all of us hmm. so someone wrote my parents would always take me to Olive Garden on my birthday.
0: My mother loves Olive Garden so much. I don't even love Olive Garden like that. But but whenever anything happened, my mom's like, "Oh, Mushroom, I know you want to go to Olive Garden, right?" I was like, "Mom, it's okay. You to tell me that you want to go. You don't you don't have to put the put the blame on me. All right." Our restaurant of choice for Olive my Garden. birthday
1: was Red Lobster. Red
0: Lobster, and we I would <laughs> I would
1: always look forward to my birthday because first of all, it would always rain on my birthday, so I never had fun. I just never had good birthdays growing up, but I knew like the one thing that was constant was us going to Olive Gar- uh, Olive, to Red Lobster, even if we did fight all day on my birthday. But that was such a nice time, you know, just going to mm. Red Lobster. We haven't done that in a couple of years. Yeah. That's what happens when you grow yeah, up. Yeah, we
0: did that, remember? We went there.
1: Yeah, and got food poisoning. Anyway.
0: I didn't do nothing.
1: Another person said, let me start off by saying my mom isn't someone who shows affection easily, but I had an interview for NHS so National Honor Society, and I was scared sh- mm-hmm. shitless. I texted my mom and she said, it's okay, drink some water. You will get in. Don't worry, I believe in you. I cried a little Aww. and then have the interview. It went great, but turns out I had lipstick on my teeth during the interview. Ah, Yeah, this is really- What a, what a,
0: what a beautiful story. It's really
1: nice. I feel like it, my mom is, like, she can sense my tension sometimes. Like, sometimes I'll be like, I'm stressed. And she'll just be like, well, then don't be stressed. So, like, she doesn't, you know, execute it in the right way, like what I said before. They don't really execute it in the way that you want them to, but it's the thought that matters. Like, even recently, Mm. um, I mentioned before that I'm in therapy, and I mentioned it in my YouTube videos and, like, obviously in the pod and stuff, and so my mom watches all that stuff, and she, you know, is a very big consumer of these things. So she was like, oh, I heard you're in therapy, and I was like, yeah, you know, getting defensive because I thought she was about to start yelling, and then... And then she goes, oh, because, like, we have insurance and stuff. So, like, if you want, like, you can have that. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I don't really need it. And then she's like, she's like, oh, are your mental problems, like, getting helped? Like, she was like, oh, are your mental issues going away or something? And, like, you know, she didn't say it in the best way possible. But it's just, like, the thought that counts, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very sweet of her.
1: Yeah. Um, I know
0: uh, it's, like, my, my mom... As, as upset as she could get with me when it comes to just like like me being stressed or me being like hurt like physically or emotionally it's like she kinda drops everything. You yeah. know? And I I, I I hope that all parents are kinda like that. You know, if I'm ever like, Yo mom, I I'm actually like really sick right now. She'll like whatever's going on, she'll drop in. She'll get me mangoes and Advil.
1: Yeah, me too. It's- like, recently... Put the
0: Advil in the mangoes. Recently,
1: I was really sick the past week. I think I actually had COVID. I just couldn't get tested. I was really sick. I was in bed. I was thankfully home for the co- first couple of days um, when I was sick. And my mom was, like, making me tea. And she was really mad because I had told her to get me toner from CVS and also buy me a gift bag from the dollar store because I couldn't go out and get it myself. And, like, she was complaining mm. the whole time. She was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe you're making me do all this. But, like, she went and did it and like she walked to the dollar store right when it was closing and she like stopped them from closing and got the bag for me and like (laughs) sent me pictures of it and it's just like they they pretend like they're mad and they are they're complaining about it but like they're gonna still do it for you you know like she woke up literally at five o'clock in the morning when i was leaving to make me some tea and like give me like garlic and stuff to eat when i was home
0: Mm.
1: yeah so okay so someone someone dm'd us and they said my mom used to mail me care packages in college filled with home cooked meals, metai, and around holidays, things like dia's. College was immensely wow. difficult in days I couldn't accept, expect, especially having almost no other dishes around me who could relate to the experiences of being in a predominantly white space. For four years, separated from your language, food, and other aspects of your culture, and having nobody to share these experiences with. My mom thinking of me in these moments and making sure home could still be a part of me there not only made me feel loved, but I also got to share food with the other South Asians I could find, and we became closer. Thank you both for this episode and all your work in general. I'm such a fan.
0: You're so welcome.
1: We're a fan of you, too.
0: And and, and that's that's beautiful. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? It is. My mom... My my. Oh, go ahead oh no no go ahead go ahead no my mom I'm used so to excited. like
1: my mom used to make birani for um my brother and just like leave it there because my mom i mean my brother used to live with like a bunch of white roommates and he had one other Bangladeshi best friend that lived with him in the house so she would get really excited when my brother would you know turn back and say like oh yeah my white friends loved your birani like <laughs> blah 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 you know so she loved that too
0: yeah what were you saying my mom whenever i come home like literally i came home yesterday she's like i have chicken and rice and kabobs and mangoes <laughs> just like that <laughs> that's their love I'm language like, right, mom, i'm mom. telling you while i'm coming then she she literally had a whole freaking a whole t- big big extra large tupperware full of mughlai porta she's like yeah this is for you as she she's should. like what as she should and then but you know what's so crazy i hate eating my mom's food anywhere but at home yeah like genuine genuinely i i it does not taste good i don't like it it only tastes good at home it i don't know why it's not know. even me exaggerating and i'm sure the person that sent this message can relate you know you love your mom's food but only if it's at home i know it doesn't hit you feel me it doesn't hit don't hit the same anyways um that is the end of our instagram session follow us on instagram Do you have anything to conclude this episode with?
1: Well, we have to end with our advice, our tip of the day. And you
0: have to go first.
1: I have to go first? Yeah. You don't have to let one bad thing ruin your day. And what I mean by that is that usually if like my mom's in a bad mood or if like someone I care about is in a bad mood and they told me about it, I let it ruin my day. And I take their feelings and I adopt it. And I make it a part of my own feelings. And I feel like if Mm. it happened in like at like 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, all right, well, the rest of my day is ruined. I might as well just be in bed and just sulk about it. But my therapist said that I don't have to let that dictate my whole day because they're their own person and I'm my own person. And I don't have to adapt to other people's feelings. Yeah, heard.
0: I heard that one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I need to do some more of that. Yep, you do. I also, I also need to water my plants. Yeah, you do. You see that one behind me? Yep, it's,
1: it's dead. Wow,
0: you want to talk about dead plants? <laughs> <laughs> you want to? You sure? <laughs> you sure? You were gifted that monstera too. That's the crazy part. What's going on with that monstera? You brought it up.
1: It happens sometimes, you know.
0: My advice is take some pictures. Yeah. Uh, you by start off by, like this. Buy a disposable camera, uh, Walgreens. Go oh, yeah, we did flicks. that recently.
1: Did you give the flick disposable camera to the store? Nope. Of course, you did it.
0: Go flick up, it's nice, nice hobby, nice, enjoy some time. You know, go on a nice little like railroad with your friends, nice little hillside, some watermelon, take some pictures by the sunrise, sunset, one of those ocean, beach, shore sand all right they got it sandcastles they got it they got it. whatever you want to chunk your car whatever you want to do flick up it's summertime you know summertime vibes
1: right
0: feel me right that's all i got anyways thank you guys for listening to the very first episode of season two this is going to be the best season of any podcast ever Mm -hmm. um thank you so much for listening please follow us on everything uh to to uh keep up to date to stay in the loop stay in touch follow us on the pod leave us a review rating anything i know you love us that's why you're listening to this point yeah you got anything else to say
1: no that's all from me thank you so much for listening that's all i got all right guys see you next week allah hafiz